Welcome to Wellness with KC, the podcast. I'm your host and wellness bestie, Corinne Catania, and my purpose as a certified integrative nutrition coach is to guide women on their health and wellness journey in a balanced and sustainable way. Join me every week for casual, unfiltered chats that are designed to inspire and empower you to live your best life. Now let's get started. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Wellness with KC, the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about holistic immune support. So I did a... um, I was going to call it a survey or a rating, and that is not what it is. I did a poll on my Instagram asking you guys what you wanted to talk about this week, and you guys asked for holistic immune support. I think everyone knows somebody who's sick or has been sick or is just worried about cold and flu season, so we're going to tackle that today. Um, Obviously, cold and flu season are upon us, and there are things that we can do and add to our routine to boost our immune system, both in preparation and then also so if we do get sick, some things that we can do. So that's what we're going to cover today. And of course, just a disclaimer, this is a general podcast. It is not medical advice. If you do get sick, I obviously have no idea what you have. <laughs> so these are just general tips and things that I personally do for the most part. Um, again, depending on, of course, what you come down with. But Let's get into it. So first and foremost, let's start with boosting our immune system. The goal is to get to a place where our immune system is thriving and it can defend itself, it can fight it off infections, and it's really just in this like strong state. Now, remember, 80%, about 80% of our immune system is located in our gut. So this is really the first place that we should focus when we're thinking about prevention, because if we have poor gut health, we can't expect it to properly defend against infection, and then it also opens up the opportunity to get sick more frequently. I have two podcast episodes dedicated to gut health, so if you want, you can refer back to those for like specific things. But high level, here are a few things that you can do and we should all be focusing on during this time. Number one is stress management. If we can reduce stress, that is the goal, right? So if something is stressful, can we eliminate that from our lives? If we can't, I know for some people the holidays are just stressful and there's nothing that they can do about that. So try incorporating meditation, yoga, grounding exercises, putting your phone on do not disturb, coming up with a really solid nighttime routine that you follow where you can properly wind down and take some time for you. Um, Really anything that helps put your mind at ease and calms you down. We want to calm down the nervous system. Um, The second thing is sleep. So this goes hand in hand. Make sure you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep per night to allow the body to function the way that it should and needs to. And again, all of these things that I'm talking about here are specific to gut health, but these are going to have impacts to your immune system because your immune system, most of it is in your gut. Uh, So the third is move your body. And I know this is a tough one. It is cold out unless you're living my dream life and like in Hawaii somewhere on the beach. Um, It's cold, right? If you're in the Northeast, it is cold. But try and move still. Layer up. Take some short walks. They don't have to be long. Work out if you can. If you can't get outside, you know, go on a treadmill or get a cheap gym membership and literally just walk on the treadmill. Even if you're not working out, like that would be so beneficial. Walks are great. 
um, especially outside if you can. Because most of us are not getting enough vitamin D from the sun during this time because it's cold, we're not outside as much, and it's like gloomier, right? So that helps with our exposure. Even if we're layered up, it's still something and it's still benefiting us. Um, The fourth thing is to eat more foods that are natural prebiotics and natural probiotics. You can also supplement with probiotic pills to build up that good bacteria in your gut. And then the fifth thing is you can incorporate um, bone broth and gut gummies as some more supplemental things to support your gut, which again is going to support your immune system. So bone broth is great for digestion and gut health and it also supports immune function. And if you do get bone broth, please get an organic grass-fed version. That is my only ask. Kettle and Fire has a good one, so check that one out. And then gut gummies, they also support your gut health and improve digestion. So just another great supplement that you can make at home. If you need the recipe, send me a DM over on Instagram and I will get that over to you. Um, And now beyond the gut, right? Because there are things that can be useful in prevention, but also if you're sick, that are beyond gut health. So the first thing is vitamin D. So I mentioned this before, right? During the winter, we're not getting a lot of sun, which means we're not getting a lot of vitamin D. And many Americans are vitamin D deficient, especially in the wintertime. Again, we're not exposed to the sun as much as we are used to. Um, Here's the thing with vitamin D. It is a fat-soluble vitamin. So I highly recommend looking at the dosage, not just picking up any vitamin D that you see on the shelves. Um, If you have recent blood work that has your vitamin D levels, check it out and see where you were at because you don't want to over supplement vitamin D, especially as a woman who may struggle with hormone issues because vitamin D acts like a hormone in our body. So vitamin D is very, very important and most people are deficient. So most people do need to supplement it. But just be cautious on not over-supplementing. That is my only advice on that one. Um, Zinc is another good supplement. So it helps activate enzymes that break down proteins and viruses and bacteria, making them less likely or less able to spread. And it also increases the activation of cells responsible for fighting infection. So you can also, you know, you can get zinc in a pill, or you can find it in whole foods like meat, fish, eggs, and nuts, or both. Um, But yeah, that's zinc is a really, really good one to start adding. I think most people know that. Vitamin C, another good one. Oranges, orange juice, bell pepper, strawberries, tomatoes, broccoli, white potatoes, all of those have vitamin C in them. So again, you can get these from whole foods. And then you can also supplement from there. So I have absorbic acid. It is a form of vitamin C. I have it on hand. I mix it with water. It helps flush everything out. Um, It's incredible for our immune system and something we should definitely make sure we're getting enough vitamin C in our diet or with our supplements in the winter because it helps the early stages of our immune response. So it's really, really important. 
And then also try and incorporate and eat foods with antimicrobial properties, which mean they literally kill microorganisms like bacteria, or at the very least, they stop it from growing um, and can be really beneficial for our immune response. So a few examples of this would be raw garlic, oregano, manuka honey, raw ginger, um, and there's more. You can literally Google antimicrobial foods and you'll find a list and these are literally nature's antibiotic these were the antibiotics for people before today's medicine like came up with antibiotics you know what i mean so those are really good to incorporate and now i'm gonna get a little woo woo for a second and here here's the thing with holistic health you guys you do some weird things and they either work and you're shocked and you're like i can't believe that worked Or you look back and you're like, that was the weirdest thing I've ever done. And we are constantly just like bordering that line of insanity, but like in the best way possible because there are things that are natural and really help people and have been around for centuries. So I'm going to share a few things that growing up my mom did. These were like natural remedies that she had when I was sick. And they're ones that I still do today and I will incorporate I will say they're a little weird, but most of the time they work. So hear me out. I'm going to save the weirdest one for last. So make sure to stay and listen. (laughs) Um, So the first one is raw garlic toast. It's literally just toast with like raw garlic smashed on top. It's disgustingly good. Like it's actually decent, but it's also disgusting. But it really helps clear everything out. So if you're a mucousy and things like that, it helps a ton. Um, the second thing is oregano oil in water. So this is the most disgusting one by far. It is gross, but it's very helpful in shortening the duration of colds. It kind of, oregano oil is again, one of those antimicrobial, um, it has antimicrobial properties. So the oil is like super pungent. You dilute it in water and it it helps. It tastes like really cheap, bad pizza if that makes sense, like just like pizza with oregano, like like sprinkled all over it. Um, but it's great. I don't use it all the time because it just tastes so bad. But when I do use it, it helps. I have it on deck at my house all the time. Um, and it's a really, really good one. And anytime I'll call my mom and I'm sick, she'll be like, did you have the oregano oil yet? And I'm like, oh, no, I'll do it now. <laughs> um, so that's that. And then the third thing is manuka honey, like a hot honey manuka honey drink, I guess. I don't know what you would call it. Um, But I make it all the time. And Mikey, my husband, he literally asked for it when he's not feeling well. Like it is my go-to. It's his go-to. We're obsessed with it in this house. You do want to get manuka honey specifically. If you don't have manuka honey, you can substitute regular honey. But manuka honey is even better. It is grown from a specific plant in Australia and New Zealand. So it's a little bit more expensive, but it'll last you a long time. And it has more antibacterial properties than regular honey. So it's going to be even more powerful. And it has something called MGO. And the higher the concentration of MGO, the stronger the antibacterial properties are. So Definitely suggest Manuka Honey. And the drink is Manuka Honey, apple cider vinegar, raw ginger, lemon, and hot water. And it is so good. It is so soothing. 
And it also helps like clear everything out, clears out that congestion, and just flushes everything out. Um, and then the last one, the fourth one, is the weirdest one. And I'm just going to go right out and say it. Onion socks. Yep, that's what we're going to be talking about. Onion socks. <laughs> so literally wearing onion socks to bed and sleeping with them. Disclaimer, you will smell like an onion for days. But it's just, it's one of those things that just works and it helps and it's weird, but it's amazing. And this actually originates from the 1500s. So it's been around for thousands of years. This is a remedy that people have done for a long, long time. And in Chinese medicine, they believe that the bottom of your feet have direct access points to all of the internal organs in your body. And these access points are called meridians. I may be pronouncing that incorrectly, but I think I'm pronouncing it right. And experts believe there are to be about 7,000 meridians at the bottom of your feet that directly link to your different organs. And when you put onions in your sock, well, first of all, it, it should be organic and you're going to cut it into flat slices. But when you put onions in your sock, it's believed that the healing properties of the onions will be absorbed by the feet and will help in stimulating the meridians, which go into your different organs. And onions, if you don't know, they're also known as natural air purifiers. And actually, when they're applied directly to the skin, they tend to remove bacteria and kill germs. So it makes sense why this works. It's just a little impractical because not everyone wants to smell like an onion for a few days or for a day at least. Um, but this works, you guys. And especially if you're like cold, flu, fever, Oh my gosh, I use this. If I have a fever, onion socks are the, the first thing that's going on my body because they're great. Um, Mikey has also tried this, but <laughs> again, my mom like prepared this all when I was younger. So the first time I gave it to him when he was sick, this was like years ago, and I accidentally diced the onion instead of cutting it into flat slices and he like can't get over the fact that I diced <laughs> He slept with dice on dice onions on his feet in his socks. So um, but it does work. And if I did it properly, he would really like it. But what's actually funny is when you take it off in the morning, you'll notice that the onion is like, yeah, it's brown, but it's all this these different colors. And yeah, it could be just because it oxidized, but it looks like it actually pulled stuff out of your skin, out of your feet. Um, so it's incredible. It, it works. Funny story, when I actually worked in the office, this was before I was remote, I did this once and I came back to work the next day and I don't remember if I showered in the morning or if I was running late and I didn't have a chance, but I was literally sick the night before. I, I woke up, I felt better and I came to work and I smelled like an onion, you guys. Like my friends and my coworkers literally made fun of me and were like, and I told them what I did. And I was like, no, this is this really works. Like, I'm here. I'm not sick. Like, yesterday I wasn't feeling well. And like, today I'm great. And they were like, oh, okay. And then it was a running joke. Every time someone would get sick, it was like, did you put onions in your socks? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking someone did it at one point. But yeah, onion socks are, are good. I would, I would recommend them. But a disclaimer, you will smell like an onion. But why not try it? 
you know, see what you think. See if it works. Um, you also could place onions around the room to purify the air as well. So that's, you know, a lot of people do that as well. But those are some holistic tips for immune support. I hope that this was helpful. I know some of them were practical. I know some of them were woo-woo, but uh, listen, that is what makes this holistic. It is a mix of everything and try different things, see what works for you. And again, different, like if you have a cold or the flu or whatever, like different things work for different things. Like I didn't mention elderberry in here. That's another good one for immune support or especially when you're sick. Um, but there's like certain things that I wouldn't have elderberry with. So just do some research um, and take a look like these before antibiotics and before natural medicine, like people treated illnesses with food and with these things. And I'm not saying that that's 100% the answer, but I don't know why we stemmed like or why we're so far away from that today. I think there's somewhere in the middle that we should be reaching. So Anyway, that is a rant, but um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you work on your immune health and you stay strong this cold and flu season. And with that, I will chat with you guys next week. Hi friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so proud of you for showing up today for your future self. If you have any topic recommendations or are looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at wellnesswithkc. If this episode helped you in any way, don't forget to drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on or share this episode on your social media. My goal is to help as many women as possible, and I really appreciate you for being a part of this journey and this mission with me. So thank you again for being here, and I will see you next week.